ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, June 9th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer made pure. We'll open up the phone lines for you this hour. There's several things I want to get into with you today. Big news coming out of Michigan, and we're going to talk about this later, but it seems that the son of legendary Michigan football coach Bo Schimbeckler is going to share with the public he is among those sexually abused by former team doctor Robert Anderson. And this is reporting coming from the Detroit Free Press. So we'll get into that story. But if all of this is true, major bombshell is going to be happening across college football once again, this time with legendary football coach Bo Schimbeckler. He is among the elite when it comes to the legends, the big giants of college football in the coaching ranks. So this will be a story to follow for sure. So we'll talk about that with you. As I mentioned, your phone calls. You can also join me on social media at Paul Swan. Find me on Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. Looking forward to talking to you on social media. West Virginia power action against the Lexington Legends. Been postponed today due to rainy conditions and well, the forecast is pretty nasty out there. It's going to be made up as part of a double header on July 3rd at 5.05. Gates are going to open at 4 p.m. So if you were heading on out to the ballpark, wanted to go check that out, you got to make update now. Here's some interesting college football news to tell you about. Alabama and Boston College. They're going to play a home-and-home football series. So if you're a Boston College fan, that's pretty cool, right? Boston College, Alabama going to play. Well, you got to wait a few more years. It's 2021 right now, so you got to wait 10 years. That's what I love about college football. You schedule these things out so far in advance. Will they even play? Boston College will host Alabama in 2031. Saban's going to be pretty old by that point. Alabama's going to play host to Boston College in 2034. Saban's going to be pretty old at that point. Maybe Saban at this point retires, he steps down, and Boston College is like, oh, this is our shot. We can just time it right. If Saban's gone, we might have a window here. We've got an opportunity. Saban's going to be a little older now. He might not be the coach he once was. We can catch him in 10 to 14 years. Long play here. I like it. It's a long play. But that's what I love about college football. you got matchups that are announced, and they're years out. Maybe three, five. 10 years out. So 10 years from now. Marshall playing Notre Dame. That was announced a couple of years out. That's cool. I get it. Alabama, Boston College, 10 years out. Hey, at least they're on the schedule, right? When's that Marshall, Alabama announcement coming? When are we going to get this? That the Herd and Boston College or the Herd in Alabama when we can see some of these blockbuster announcements, Coach Huff has scheduled Alabama home and home. No, that's not happening. It'll be a one-shot. It'll be a one-shot. Alabama's not coming to Huntington. This will be a one-shot game. I don't know. Maybe with Saban might do it. 
Just like, you know what? We'll do it. One time. Let's we'll come we're gonna come. We're gonna do it. I wouldn't be surprised though. Alabama on the schedule, maybe in a few years, Coach Huff makes that announcement. Like, yeah, we got Alabama coming in. And you're gonna drop your jaws and go, what? Alabama coming into Huntington? Probably not going to happen, but I, I would not be surprised if Alabama and Marshall did play. That would be a fun matchup, especially with the new connection there with Coach Huff and, of course, Nick Saban's connection with the state of West Virginia. We got basketball and we got hockey action coming up tonight. Game two, Denver at Phoenix, 9.30 p.m. Going to be taking place on TNT. The Suns lead this series one game to none. Phoenix is all into this. Phoenix had a sellout crowd of 16,219 on Monday night. Got that 122-105 victory in Game 1 over the Denver Nuggets. It's a sellout because that was what capacity was allowed to be. The capacity is at 18,000. Phoenix, back in the playoffs, it's been a long time since the Suns have been in the playoffs. The fans are hungry for action, and you get... Back to the playoffs, you get back to having larger crowds at basketball games, and you roll over Denver. So game two should be fun. That's coming up tonight, 9.30 p.m. NHL action. That's happening tonight. Game six, Boston taking on the New York Islanders. That's set for 7.30 p.m., going to be on NBC Sports Network. That's also on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93.3 and 13.40. Islanders lead the series three games, too. I think Boston wins this one tonight. But the Islanders are feeling real good about themselves right now as a team, as an organization, feeling real good right now. Opportunity to shut this one out. Of course, if you've been following along the Tampa Bay Lightning, now your Central Division champions, just waiting for the winner of this one between the Islanders and the Bruins. Could end tonight. Could be extended a game. If the Islanders win, that means another series at Nassau Coliseum. And the Islanders were, Islanders really were the team that truly introduced me to hockey because they were winning Stanley Cups. They had a great wealth of talent. Of course, we just had the miracle on ice. That really spurred a lot of people's interest in hockey. I found the New York Islanders. I liked Mike Bossy as a player, and that was before Gretzky, of course. Gretzky was hitting on the scene, and as I've said to you before, Gretzky was my Jordan, Gretzky was my LeBron, Gretzky was my player, and he is still to this day. So I'm excited to see that he's going to be on the broadcast crew for TNT's coverage of the National Hockey League. But the Islanders are getting a brand-new state-of-the-art arena. They're moving out of Brooklyn. They're playing at Nassau now to close that building down. They went to Brooklyn for a while. That didn't work out. That That's a team that's on the island. That's a Long Island team and in the metropolitan area. And so they're getting a world-class arena. And they could beat Boston and get into a matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. That wouldn't be a bad thing whatsoever. And, of course, the Canadians one game closer. The Canadians, Montreal Canadiens, probably the worst team in Canada when you looked at the standings, and okay, that team, they're not going to go far. That team waiting to see if it's going to be Vegas or the Colorado Avalanche. Vegas 
just doing the Colorado Avalanche dirty. It went into overtime. He gets a 3-2 victory. It's been fun to watch. It's been fun to watch the NBA and the NHL these last few weeks. This has been a good time. So it's been, I think, enjoyable. I still think that hockey is still the better play here than the NBA, but, you know, it's all subjective. I'm not here to tear it down for you. I'm not here. I'm just here to, to share the love. Baseball action coming up tonight, 7.05, first pitch. The Dodgers taking on Pittsburgh. We got that action for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30, so we're looking forward to that as well. When we come back from break, I want to get into a little bit further the allegations that Bo Schimbeckler's son was sexually abused by the former team doctor, Robert Anderson. Of course, Bo Schimbeckler, legendary football coach, Michigan. I'm from West Virginia, so I can um, I can attest that there are a lot of people in the neighboring area, not just not just yeah you know, the the border of West Virginia, Ohio, but a lot of people. They you just don't mention Bo Schimbeckler's name because Ohio State and Michigan and it just went back and forth and there's so much that's I mean really I think Michigan Ohio State and the region it's very connected because this was a huge deal to see Bo on the sideline coaching and he's like a Joe Paterno this is a giant of the game and so following it from afar as a as a child the just the games between Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan and the prominence of the Wolverines and to hear something like this this is going to be a huge bomb and we'll tell you more about it when we continue with today's edition of the drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 we're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Thursday is going to be a big day. A lot of bombshells are about to be dropped on the college football world. Reporting coming out of the Detroit Free Press, the son of legendary Michigan football coach Bo Schimbeckler will be sharing on Thursday. He is among those sexually abused by former team doctor Robert Anderson. And he's going to tell, this has come out of a news release, he's going to tell about his father's failure to protect him and other athletes, this is again coming out of news release, reporting coming from the Detroit Free Press on this one. There will be a Thursday news conference, Matt Schimbeckler. He'll also be joined by his attorney, and there will be two former Michigan players. Don't know those players just yet, but two former Michigan players will speak about their experiences. Now, I'll give you a little background on Matt. One of three sons that Bo's first wife, Millie, had from a previous relationship, and was adopted by Bo once the couple married in 1968. So not the biological son of Bo Schimbeckler, but still adopted by Bo, part of his wife's uh, first relationship. And the news release said that 
Shin Beckler will stri- basically set the record straight regarding his own abuse by Anderson and discuss what his father did and did not do in response. Now, reporting from the Detroit Free Press has indicated that at this moment, the university has declined to comment on the news of this press conference or if Shum Beckler's statue in front of the football building named for him was under consideration for removal. So here we go with a situation where, once again, a giant in college football and college athletics, Bo Schimbeckler, legendary coach, right? You look at his coaching tree, legendary. I mean, Don Nealon's under his coaching tree. A lot of people got their start or became coaches due in part to the tutelage, Bo Schimbeckler. So he's responsible for a lot of people getting jobs and, and branching out and doing well, and he led Michigan to... A lot of successes, everything comes to an end, but for a time, Michigan was Michigan was top dog. And so, you remember when everything happened with Joe Paterno, the first thing that people want to do is start tearing stuff down. Now, here we are, haven't even had the presser yet, and we've got sort of a preview of what we can expect. And we don't know what Matt Schimbeckler is going to say. All we know is the press release comes out. There's going to be a presser on Thursday. He's going to talk to the public. He wants to put out there that he was among those sexually abused by former team doctor Robert Anderson. He's got a lawyer. He's got a couple of Michigan players backing him up. They have experiences as well, and we want to hear it. We, we, we need to hear it. We need to give it due respect. And he's going to, it sounds like, make some assertions that maybe Bo Schimbeckler could have done more. Maybe he turned a blind eye. I'm, again, I'm inferring right now. I have no grounds for anything here. I'm inferring. Maybe turn a blind eye, or maybe he knew more, didn't do enough. We don't know yet, so we're going to find out what happens with the presser. That'll happen on Thursday, and then I'm interested to see what the response is going to be, what the reaction is going to be, because we saw what happened with Penn State. And we've seen over and over again when there is a figure that's divisive, a figure that doesn't fit the current social norms, a figure that we find out something and it's not good. And yes, I'm dancing around this. I'm going to be honest with you. I am dancing around this because, again, I don't know what he's going to say just yet, but... At the same time, could we start seeing monuments to Bo Schimbeckler start to come down? Could we see the university, if this is really going to be upsetting to hear, and if this is going to be something that 
turns out to be quite heinous. We we don't know. But when you hear the words that sexual abuse happened and and according to the news release, the quote was failure to protect him, meaning Matt Schimbeckler, failure to protect Matt Schimbeckler and other athletes. There's going to be a reevaluation, I'm sure, of Bo Schimbeckler. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a big story once we get the details. Now we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You're going to hear it out because you don't know what he's going to say. You don't know why he's saying this. And I say that only because I don't know the background. I don't know the history between Matt Schimbeckler and his father. This might shed a lot of light into it because why would he come forward? I mean, this is something that you just don't sit down one day and say, I'm going to come forward on this because I don't like my dad. This isn't one of those situations. So that's what's interesting about trying to figure out what's happening here. And that's really not the that's that's not the best way to describe that too. That's that's my issue here. I don't I don't how do I describe this? I mean, just on the surface, I look at this and I go, "That's terrible, that's terrible." You have a a team doctor, you have a coach's son coming out and saying, "Yeah, the team doctor sexually abused me, and my father didn't do anything or." Failure. Failure to protect. And there were other athletes involved. And then there's going to be a press conference. And you have two former Michigan players that are going to come out, speak. They have similar experiences. You have a lawyer coming out as well, an attorney for Matt Schimbeckler. And it sounds like we might hear more. I don't think this is going to be an isolated case where, okay, here's Matt Schimbeckler. And, and two players, we might hear more people come out on this as well. So I'm sort of pensive right now. Okay, let's let's see what they say. Let's see what the response is. Let's see, hear what the allegations are. Let's see what the response is. But this could be the beginning of the end for Bo Schimbeckler. This could be a similar situation we see, as we saw with Joe Paterno. Statues come down. All of a sudden, you look at that, that statue of Bo Schimbeckler and you get this new information and you think, okay, do we want that statue? We really want that statue to be where we honor this man and we didn't know this was going on or there was something going on and he had an opportunity to do something about it because it's one thing if you have someone on your on your staff that's doing this thing and you're not aware of it it's not right you, you need to have control of everything going on so you need to do your due diligence here you need to know what's going on but it's another thing if you know I mean, there are levels here. It's there's shades of gray. And again, I gotta I gotta approach this a little pensively. You know, I'm just I'm tentative right now because yeah, I saw what happened with with Joe Paterno. I, I don't want to get into a situation where I'm taking sides just yet because I want to hear this. I want to hear what the press conference 
says. I want to hear what Matt Schimbeckler says. I want to hear what these players have to say. I want to hear the response. But I truly believe we're at the precipice of the beginning of the end, maybe, of Bo Schimbeckler. And I'm not talking cancel culture, anything like that. It's just here you have, which is going to sound like major allegations against a former team doctor, and you have the son of the head coach at the time coming out with the language failure to protect that this former team doctor was able to do this and the head coach, also the father, unable or failed to, not unable to protect, failure to protect. What that failure is, we're going to find out. I'll open up the phone lines for you, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're going to follow more on this. We will get your phone calls in, your reaction on social media, at Paul Swan on Twitter. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, June 9th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We've been talking about a press conference that has been called for tomorrow. It's going to be at 1 o'clock. It's been called by Matt Schimbeckler. He is the son of Bo Schimbeckler. He is coming out with details about sexual abuse by former team doctor Robert Anderson. He's also got a couple of players with him at this presser tomorrow, and they're going to talk about what their experiences are. This is to follow up on a 240-page report. University paid for this report, and in this report, it was found that Dr. Anderson... He was the athletic team doctor, quote, countless occasions, sexually abused patients, countless occasions. Also, according to this report, and here's the thing that really, it just sticks, and it's sickening to me, because here is an opportunity to do something. But in this report, more than two dozen Michigan employees, University of Michigan employees, alerted about reports of this behavior. So this behavior was reported, and there could have been an intervention here, could have stopped this. Instead, nothing happened. Bo Schimbeckler, also your legendary football coach, there's a statue to him. He's a He's like a deity on campus to this day, Bo Schimbeckler. He was, in this report, he was included among those employees that were aware that this was going on. And according to this report, and we're going to get more details from Matt Schimbeckler and his attorney and these football players tomorrow that have come out, that, and the number's sickening. Dr. Anderson, Dr. Robert Anderson, accused of sexually assaulting more than 800 people. Think about that. If these accusations are true, 
and they're accusations, but you always listen. You take them credibly. But I still have to remember, they're accusations right now. These accusations of 800 people being sexually assaulted and more than a couple dozen, two dozen people knew about this. And nothing happened. And that's including the football coach, Bo Schimbeckler. If anyone could have said something and done something to get this taken care of, it would have been Bo Schimbeckler, right? Head football coach, iconic football coach, big man on campus among big men, statues, things named after him. Yeah, I could go on and on, but... This is going to be Penn State all over again in my mind. I didn't know about this report. I'm just learning about this report. And so I'm trying to catch up on this. But 240 pages with accusations that the former team doctor sexually assaulted more than 800 people, more than two dozen Michigan employees, University of Michigan employees, knew about this. And among them, Bo Schimbeckler. And then we're going to find out tomorrow information and details about Bo Schimbeckler's son. He adopted from his first wife, Millie, Matt Schimbeckler. We're going to find out details from Matt that Matt was a victim of Dr. Anderson. And his father knew about it and failed to protect him and other athletes. Which in itself is... I don't know how it is. I don't know how to express it because I get I just can't fathom a football coach, anybody. Let me walk that back. Anybody. I can't fathom anybody being presented with this information not doing something. If someone came to me and said, hey, this is what's going on. What should I do? Well, you report this, right? That's me. That's me. That's you, right? And I don't know if we have that mentality, okay, we'll, we'll just cover this. It'll go away. I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the thought process here, if this, if this is true, that there are dozens of people who knew about this and did nothing, including your football coach. Like, is, is this going to sink the program. Oh, we can't we can't talk about this. It's going to sink the program. I don't know. I don't know what the thinking here is going on, but we're going to find more. And according to the report, Bo told one of his players that told him. One of his players told him. And according to this report, he said he was told to toughen up. He said it was told to toughen up by Coach Schembechler. Eight seven seven four two zero talk eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. Bombshells definitely going to be dropped tomorrow. This is going to be Penn State all over again. Statues are probably coming down sooner than later this time. 
We will see what the fallout is and what the accusations are, but it carries a lot of weight because you have the son of a of a legendary figure coming out. Pretty much, it sounds like he's going to have damning words for his father. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we got Pirates baseball for you. The Dodgers taking on the Pirates 7-5 first pitch. It's right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Big news coming out of Connecticut. It's going to be an issue sooner than later for the NCAA. Right now, uh, NCAA trying to figure this thing out. But Connecticut being the latest state to pass legislation allowing college athletes to, to make a profit from their name, their image, their likeness, their opportunities that before maybe didn't exist for them. So this language makes it possible for college players to get endorsement money. You get paid for social media content, sponsorship deals, personal appearances. And think of it. Now, not necessarily will every college football player, every college athlete rake in the cash here. But in one way, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for some universities to maybe capitalize on some opportunities there because why would I go through the university? Why would I sponsor the university when, you know what, I'll just go directly to the source. Can you imagine when Marshall was firing on all cylinders, you had Randy Moss and you had Chad Pennington and you had so many big names on this Marshall football team back in the 90s, and this thing was going on? Why am I giving money to Marshall? Sure, I want to be associated with Marshall. I'm just going to pay Chad. I'm a car dealer. I want to put Chad Pennington in my commercial. I mean, right now, look. Let's say Grant Wells has a fantastic year. We'll see Grant is... Big man on campus, breaks some records, leads the herd to a big bowl win and a conference championship. Maybe I'm sitting there thinking, wow, you know, I'd like to support the herd. I want to I want to support the program, but maybe I back that off a little bit because, you know, I'm going to take advantage of, of, you know, maybe I can get Grant Wells to come sell my cars. Put him on my my crazy car commercial. Maybe I can do that. And now states are passing legislation, Connecticut being the next one, and it supersedes current NCAA rules, which, again, prohibit that. And you have at least, according to, um, according to reports, I've, I've lost track. I, I'm, I'm basing this off you know, my research. 18 states have adopted this uh, legislation, this type of legislation. And... The NCAA is trying to come up with rules that would allow all Division I athletes to make money in this way. I mean, it could be something as simple as I'm going to get a let me get a second job, maybe. Or you know what? I'm pretty good at Fortnite. 
and I play football for the Thundering Herd, I'm going to rock a Fortnite channel on Twitch. Come give me some likes or whatever. What, what, what a Sparks. What do, you, what, do, what do you get on Twitch? What do you get on Twitch these days? I don't know. I know what Twitch is. I've pulled Twitch up. I've not streamed on Twitch. Okay, so I, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need someone to listen a little just someone who's done it. Someone who's done Twitch. I haven't done Twitch, sorry. I know what it is though. But you can make money that way. There you could you could get on Twitch and just leverage the fact that you're again, I'm using Grant Wells. I'm just gonna I'm I'm not picking on Grant. I'm gonna use Grant. But Grant Wells, he's he's playing Fortnite on Twitch. And get paid for it, too. Good for him, right? Um, Tavion Kinsey showing up at the car dealership. Getting compensated. Getting sponsorship deals. So the Division I Council expected to act on this. Uh, it's got a meeting coming up June 22nd, 23rd. Congress is also getting in on the act. They're pushing for legislation there. So we'll see what happens. And honestly, I don't think you should be able to restrict an individual on how they can earn money. If I signed a deal or by virtue of my employment, I can't just go walk down the street to another radio station and start doing stuff. That's one thing. But at the same time, I shouldn't be restricted from making some extra money off of I don't want to say my I don't want to say my celebrity. Let's not let's not get that let's not get that too crazy here. But still, you know, if I'm playing football for the herd, I'm playing basketball for the herd, and hey, next thing you know, I could get some money for a sponsorship deal. I could I could be an influencer on social media. I mean, I can get paid playing Twitch. I don't know. Playing on Twitch. Playing Madden on Twitch. Uh, I will crush you all on NHL. I'm just gonna, I'm going to say that right now. I will crush you all on the NHL. Actually, no, I would get crushed. Hey, that there you go. That's my Twitch channel. You can pay me get crushed by 13-year-olds on on PlayStation or Xbox. Just just destroying me. Just going crazy. I'm going to be sitting there losing like 10 to 1 first period. That's that's going to be my channel. And you're going to pay to watch that, that abuse. And it's going to be premium content too. I'm going to launch it this week. We're going to do it. We're going to do a Twitch channel. I'm going to get it crushed by people that play the thing all day long, and you're going to pay for the pleasure of that. That's that's how I'm making my money. Uh, speaking of um, watching fools get destroyed, you all know, um, you know, heard that's a team, right? Going to be in the West Virginia Basketball Tournament Regional. Uh, Ja'Cory Williams, almost a Herd alum. He's, he's like an associate Herd alum who – is actually a Middle Tennessee basketball alum. He was part of Heard That's team going to be on the roster again. So we're getting more from social on that. Heard That going to be in the tournament again. Made a splash. 
one of the darlings of the basketball tournament during the COVID run last year. We needed that tournament, didn't we? Ott Elmore, the the legend of the basketball tournament, got a lot of love for the dad bod. One of the best stand-up shooters in the basketball tournament. I like his. Uh, I gotta look his up. He he put out his his two K ratings, and I think um, his shot was like ninety nine. His uh, athleticism was in like two or something. I gotta look that up. But the basketball tournament coming to West that's gonna be a big deal, and fans are gonna be able to get back and watch this thing. And it's gonna be next month at the Charleston Coliseum. You're gonna have Best Virginia there as well. That's gonna be great for the state to have that tournament. Again, I hope that they don't put heard that and best Virginia in the same bracket. Let's let's have the fantasy of maybe those two teams will meet in the in the regional championship. That would be fun. That'd be great. That would definitely bring a little interest to this tournament. Hey, can can heard that do that again? Can Best Virginia get a little redemption after having to bow out because of COVID last year? All that will be interesting to me to see happen. All right, we're done. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again with you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.